Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Wave Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the Venezuela-Guyana territorial dispute, the Osprey crash in Japan, the uh, pneumonia outbreak in China, the GOP debate, and also, is Disney failing their major IPs? The answer is yes. And another new and upcoming hot show called Invincible, which seems to be pretty popular. So, Kevin, why don't you take it away with the territorial dispute? So, the situation is uh, Venezuela and Guyana, Guyana, uh, are both countries at the very top of South America. Uh, Venezuela is much, much larger in terms of population size. Uh, Military size. I mean, literally everything. Venezuela has about 28 uh, million people in total population. Guyana has 800,000. <laughs> so when it comes to like representations of possible manpower, uh, it is it is very unbalanced. And uh, Venezuela uh, has basically said uh, this chunk of your country is in our neighboring ours. country is now ours and they literally went hey uh venezuelan citizens uh we want to uh create a new state and uh what are what are your thoughts we're gonna put it to a vote this is a state right and apparently the venezuelan people went like yeah let's unify venezuela and uh there's a there are a bunch of like videos of them having like uh the the president maduro is like Look at the map. Look at the map of Venezuela. And it's uh, uh, the the full true Venezuela is just 60 percent of Guyana, <laughs> like tacked onto the side of Venezuela. I mean, I is think, there some sort of historical context or did it just make it? I up? think it's misinformation to the Venezuelan people. And this is just uh, I don't my uh, this is well it doesn't have to be it doesn't have it's to be just misinformation. very convenient if yeah. they're they've been interested in that territory for a long time because they've known that there is like gold and other resources that are valuable but it hasn't been like a big priority but guyana basically just found like a lot of uh of gas and uh and oil off of their shores and so um venezuela is already one of the largest producers of uh of gas and or they have the largest proven oil reserves even more than saudi arabia in the entire world and they're um, a part of opec and they are part yeah. of opec and so they uh they have a lot of oil but they're like more we, we could have more, more resources uh and so but they're so before you continue my question is do the venezuelan people know that this is a completely different country because again oh the way, oh yeah they okay. just don't Almost, it's very yeah. convenient for them to not because care. my thing is obviously outside looking <clears> in if i have like no um understanding of the conflict for like the viewer mm-hmm. right my thing is like oh maybe misinformation played a role and they're like this is already our territory do you guys want to make this a new state or was it mm-hmm. like oh like mass propaganda yeah i mean it's <clears> been, <throat> it has been disputed territory for a fairly long time it's just venezuela hasn't really been pressing the issue and then and now that they're a part of um opec well they've been a part of opec since the 1960s oh not opec um, i'm thinking of yeah bricks something are they a part of bricks that's what i was thinking of i know they're very friendly they're friendly with very, russia correct bricks yeah bricks is fairly new isn't it it's bricks like, is new but I'm, i think venezuela has been friendly with russia for a minute Venezuela has been very friendly with Russia for yeah. a long time. Uh, Russia shame. joined OPEC Completely plus. Com- I mean, it's going to collapse anyway. Um, but that's just me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all if it was fairly common knowledge for the Venezuelan people that it's not like actually theirs, but it can be. Yeah. And so they, uh, you know, they outnumber them. Colonialism. Like <laughs> literally. Yeah. Like, uh, and so um, 
Yeah, man, it's it's scary stuff. The U.S. has been allies with uh, with Guyana for a fairly long time. They are producing their oil very well, even though they're a small population. They're, they're a country with a small population. And uh, we do a lot of our uh, international training exercises down there. Like we do most of our jungle training for the military in Guyana with those guys. Yeah, so it'd be a problem with a the U.S. is almost certainly going to get involved. Yeah, a pro- well, they're already training. Well, there we're troops we're also to- kind of friendly with Venezuela. Well, we are economically, but since Maduro took uh, like Office. basically dictatorial control in, in 2015, we've been sanctioning the hell out of those guys. And I mean, Brazil, uh, Argenti- Argentina. Argentina, Brazil, Argentina, a bunch of the countries. Hey, there. depending on this next election, we might get real friendly with Argentina. No, I'm just the countries in South America do not want intervention from non-South American countries. And so if they can avoid like a full military conflict, they desperately want to. It's just like, how do you convince Venezuelan president to like not press what seems to be an advantage? It's already- uh, Tales of an economic hitman, that is the answer. Which is almost certainly, I I wouldn't be surprised if that happened at all. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a very interesting book about- uh, hitman who worked for the cia right who was straight up like yeah this is what we did and how we overthrew a lot of countries in south america Mm. and uh it's they want to avoid a repeat of the past they don't want any intervention from other countries yeah uh i mean basically they really don't want uh any outside uh interaction and on uh december 14th they're literally having a meeting i think it might be in brazil so the presidents of that's uh, Venezuela. Well, I mean, that's real soon. Br- seriously, I mean, they, it just happened though. So yeah, they're uh, they are desperately trying to keep something from happening uh, and fully devolving into conflict. America has been doing training exercises there for a really long time, and ever since Venezuela was like really gunning for them, the United States was like, "Let's do some training exercises for reasons." We'll we'll come. We down totally and- don't want the oil. Yeah, what are you no, talking we'll, about? We'll come down and we'll hang out with you guys and just like teach you how to fight real good <laughs> yeah and it's also like if if they were to attack while american troops are there and then accidentally exactly. you know exactly. kill some american troops very bad well actually under biden i feel like he would let it go um but under a different president I not under biden because he's, he's brain dead it's under his administration under his administration yeah definitely i mean i think the biden's entire actually i don't know his administration right now with Israel Palestine is like let them kill Hamas and then you know we'll figure it out after. I mean, so. considering all the stuff that's been going on with Ukraine, they are very pro spending money to help other people. Of course militaries. they are. It's just no, it's just would we let it go? I don't know. We probably send so. a lot of stuff down there. I mean, we what, wasn't it Iran? We almost went to war with because they launched a bunch of missiles at our bases and. The only reason Trump didn't go to war was because there was no casualties. There was definitely like I mean, tons we, of we assassinated. They did all those missiles because we assassinated, assassinated their, Solomon. their general. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear that they just asked for fifty billion dollars because we killed that dude? Um, they just demanded we give. Well, them they 50 determined in their court that the, we owed them. So much of the mm. Middle East already hates us. That'd be such a bad idea. Who cares about Iran? I mean, like seriously, they're literally their entire populace. This is, this no, is no. not. Their entire Whoa. populace, their entire populace revolted. Do you know why Iran off, hates us? They turned off. Do their, you know I why Iran hates us? Yeah, Iran, Iran, whatever. Do you know why they hate us? I don't really care. I just know that they're. Do you they're know dangerous. why they hate they us? They hate their people, and they turn off the Wi-Fi, and then they just massacre their own people in the streets. It's kind of weird. No, it's a huge problem. Yeah, it's a lot of human rights violations. But like, uh, we really f- that country up by getting rid of the Shah. Uh, 
and uh, you know, like it's America, man. It's this is not the conversation for today. Uh, <laughs> they, things are complicated, a lot of places. You know where else they're complicated? The man. world is a uniquely place that is also beautiful in some regards. America just tends to be the outlier in terms of screwing morality and all well, citizens' morality, but like the government does not reflect the yeah definitely but morals of us well actually though real talk before we move on do you think that the u.s would be willing to get involved involved in venezuela because if 100 percent, no but if there's if, a lot of money behind that yeah. there's a military lot, there's a lot of money behind it but if we're already spending all this money in ukraine to weaken russia the reason we would want venezuela to not push into Guyana is because they, they would are, give resources they would to give, Russia. They're huge allies with Russia. And so it's like if we're giving all kinds of military aid to Ukraine and Israel and then also Guyana, it's like and how, then possibly how, Taiwan and then Look, possibly man. Taiwan. It really feels like, you know, China literally said like 2024, baby. Look, man, just don't. I know you're saying like, no, would they? But it's like, bro, the bald eagle will fly over and then we're going to bomb. <laughs> out of their country if they play around so like you're forgetting it's america like we will go to war if we want to go to war and ah not war military conflict got to get it right yeah, yeah you're right it would be a military intervention on behalf but that's of my Guyana. point i i venezuela's military against the united states of america we wouldn't even have to put boots on the ground we would just destroy them with airstrikes so it's like don't hmm. tempt the government and they're like money Money and military industrial complex is like a freaking <laughs> like money printer. Exactly. Yeah. So I wouldn't put anything past our own country. But Government, not country. No, it's just the question is, do you think we would be how much support is uh, is sufficient to deal with the problem in Guyana and not spread ourselves? I think, too thin I think in, in the reality that Taiwan gets invaded by I China, in, they're going to have is, to balance how much people are pissed at all the enormous amount of money we're giving in foreign aid I don't think, to what I don't they think want it would be to money. do. I think, well, I think it'd be a small amount of money, but they would just send a carrier strike group and be like, if you do Dude, something. they're all in the Middle East already. Yeah. No, they're not. The three, A lot of them. There's I mean, like seven, there's carri there's yeah, seven yeah, yeah, yeah. carrier strike groups or seven or eight. They will just, they're, they're all, yes. they're all positioned around the globe in specific areas so that way they can be deployed right. rapidly like at a moment's notice to different parts of the world. Like four and five in Israel? Four or there, five? There's a map um, that shows like where all of them are generally around. Okay, I was about to say, they have um, the specific location. There are 11 bad. United States carrier strike groups. There you go. Three of which Damn. I believe are currently in the We Middle do West. have the largest Navy in the world, so just... <laughs> like, this is my point. We, we would just send a carrier... <laughs> Sorry, I had we, to do that. We would just send a carrier stri strike The largest group Air Force in the world is the United States Navy. <laughs> the second largest air force in the world is, is the United, United States, States Air Force. Air force. <laughs> <Yes>. Boom. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We literally would just send a carrier strike group and be like, if you continue this incursion, you are about to have some serious problems. And then that would be that. But, you know. Yeah, about, I, I kind of uh, don't like us being the world police, but that's a whole other thing. Moving on from military conflicts in South America. Uh, Kevin, why don't you talk about the uh, Osprey crash in Japan? Uh, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, there was a very tragic accident uh, fairly recently off of the coast of Japan. Uh, 
Ospreys are uh, VTOL aircraft, which means uh, uh, vertical takeoff and landing. They're those uh, really weird, not quite helicopters that have two propellers on the left and right side. And then they can turn forward exactly. and then turn into a plane. Plane yeah, helicopters. Exactly. They're fascinating vehicles. Yeah. Uh, you saw them all the time in Transformers. That's a good way of remembering. And yeah. Battle of Los Angeles. And if you live in Los Angeles, it's, you see you them see all the time. It's like, San Diego, it is basically the vehicle associated with uh, special operations uh, because... Uh, Chinook. They well, Osprey. they the the predecessor to the Chinook, the uh, the Sea King, uh, didn't get the job done uh, during the Iran uh, hostage crisis in the eighties, and basically they were like, we need something that is uh, capable of the vertical takeoff, but is also faster than helicopters, and so they were like, we're making a new thing, and uh, unfortunately the development process of the Osprey was uh, bad. And so they have been haunted by some very unfortunate accidents at the Throughout very beginning their, of their, their career yeah. that killed a bunch of Marines. And uh, so people have always kind of been weary of them, especially because of how they look and those accidents. And They've but, been consistently happening for like decades. Well, the thing is, if the, basically uh, eight people died very recently. And uh, Japan, which is the only other country in the world that uses Ospreys, went, we're grounding our entire fleet. Please don't fly yours in our country. And then the United States went. They, Japan, the only other country in the world that has any, has like 30 of these. Yeah. And they grounded all theirs. And they said, please don't fly yours in our country. And then we went, damn, um, we have like nearly 500 of them. <laughs> and we're also going to ground all of ours. And they're like $90 million a craft. So if you look at the nearly 500 we have, it's I think it's like $43 billion worth of aircraft that we're just like, we can't. We got to figure something it's out. It's okay. We'll buy more. No. No. Bro. No, the issue is it, it's... It's hey, bad, dude. I'm just, I'm just, I said that because of the military industrial complex. I mean, look, it's the still, overspending. I mean, the issue is they, the, they do the, fill a very specific role when it comes to military operations. Uh, we have like 500, but the Marines have 400 of those. Yeah. And they, they're very specific For if you're doing special forces stuff. And the reason the they're associated with battle los angeles, angeles transformers. with transformers is because all of those dudes are like special forces and it's not it's US not even a like, special forces aircraft um it's they use it a lot for on their amphibious assault ships exactly. so like if anybody knows what those are there's like an aircraft carrier and there's like a it's basically like a smaller aircraft carrier that only yeah. has like vtol aircraft and helicopters on it and it's what deploys all the um hovercrafts the yeah. you know all that kind of stuff um stuff so it's, the marines use exactly so it's a very versatile aircraft but the other thing is, um, the reason I was talking about the military industrial complex is because there's already other aircraft that are being developed because they're supposed to be replacing, I believe it was the Black Hawk. Mm. Um, so <laughs> there's a bunch of contracts that were going out and they some one of the companies, I don't know if it was Boeing, Northrop, Lockheed, they made a predecessor to the, um, the Osprey. It didn't get the contract for the Black, I think the Black Hawk. Um, the Blackhawk contract, um, but now with the Ospreys being grounded, I can definitely see a shift where they're like, "Hey, we got this aircraft. We were developing it already. They're going to use that for this." But hey, you can still use our, you know. So yeah, in my personal view, they're just going to like they do with everything. They're just going to be like, "Well, it's it's had it, it's run its course. Of course, it's time to just move on to something." And they're just going to buy more. And it's the military industrial complex. So they it they're going like to force the, uh, themselves to spend money. The, the craft that you're thinking of is the uh, the Bell V280 Valor. 
that is going to replace the Blackhawk, and it's a similar VTOL, uh, mm-hmm. two propellers on the side. If they're having less production problems than the the Osprey is, well, they already won that contract. That's what I'm saying is that oh. there's there's there was a yeah. ton of companies that made helicopters and VTOL type aircraft to replace the Blackhawk. So that's what I'm saying is they're probably just going to be like you know we're going to ground Maybe these it's time to phase them out. and then just we're going to spend more money. So it's the military industrial complex. So you can't put anything past them. Like, I think it sucks that we don't spend more money on our people. Like, uh, you know, homelessness, education, crime. Infrastructure. Or yeah. just taking care of the people that were in the military and aren't anymore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but it's it's America. You're not you're not going to mm-hmm. get around it. I mean, especially if you vote Nikki Haley in. But um, let's go warmonger. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. All right. Let's move away on. from the military talk, but still stay in uh, Asia. Uh, Kevin, you want to talk about the pneumonia outbreak in China, which has a lot of people concerned, but uh, it might just be COVID twenty twenty three. Has a, oh, yeah, it just? I mean, let's let's no. hope not, bro. Let's hope not. Uh, the, if it were, if it were, I'll say this: if it were, I genuinely don't think people would be okay with any more lockdowns. A lot less people. It depends on how serious it is. If it's like the same thing as well, like COVID airborne cancer. Serious. Okay, maybe people will be like, yeah. yeah but like, if, if it was as serious as COVID was in the beginning, then people would consider it. But the way it is now, where COVID is like, people are just like, eh, it's the flu. Like nobody really cares anymore. Mm-hmm. I've gotten COVID a few times. You've gotten COVID. You know, I'm not going to be like shut down the country for something. I didn't like the shutdown to begin with. Yeah. I mean, after we realized how non-lethal it was, I was like, all right, we're fine. Hey, it was a good time to make some money, though. The the scary thing about the Chinese pneumonia is that it seems like it's particularly affecting children. And COVID was like, man, it really affects the elderly and people with weak immune systems. Mm -hmm. But this is it seems like the pneumonia is uh, primarily affecting people who are like five to 20, uh, which is scarier i made the cut I'm uh, good. <laughs> uh the the issue is uh there are a lot of very alarming videos from uh northern china that show these hospitals that are like packed filled with children and are they like welding them in again no i mean it's not, it's not that serious <laughs> not the big issue is that china is basically just saying like there's nothing to worry about uh we've there, there are no novel pathogens granted you do know. you know that china does, did you see the mine collapse in china the coal mine the collapse. Coal mine collapse in China. It's dude. It is terrifying. Like a massive like. It's like a rock slide. It's a massive crater that's just open that they're like digging for mm-hmm. like coal and everything. Yeah. And the entire mountainside collapsed, and you literally see all these people working just gets covered by earth. And then <sighs> the point is, is China will always downplay anything bad in their country. This country. Well, it's like the Iron Curtain, dude. If they dude, can keep information dude, from they, getting out, they they're launch, Yeah, that's why I said they haven't welded them in yet. Dude, because well, they, they, they more than like, if it's that serious, they will. Have you seen what their their space program? They launched them their their spacecraft over populated areas, and you know how like the boosters drop back down. Mm-hmm. They drop back down on towns in China, and they're just like, well, you know. It's a part of the process because they have so many people and they don't care. It's communism. Jesus Christ. They just let them die. And then they're just like, oh, it was an accident. And, you know, it's like, it's like ah, we got a billion people. It's fine. Exactly. It's just they, one they town. Who cares? Care. So it's the same reason like during COVID, they would weld people into their homes so they couldn't escape. Yeah. Like this is the country we're talking about. So <sighs> I hope that it does not spread like COVID did. And um, it seems like it's a very serious problem there. But we'll never know how serious it is because- China will never either They'll never accurate, give us the full picture. They'll yeah, never no. give, give us the full picture or they won't accu- accurately report because they don't want 
the information to get out about what's actually happening. And so that's definitely a concern. If you you talk to uh, the uh, the Chinese equivalent of the CDC and the World Health Organization's offices in China, they all report that it's it's not a uh, it's not a virus or a novel pathogen yeah, like COVID. The issue it's is a, it's we a bacteria. can't trust them. The issue is can they be trusted to accurately Look, get this information? There was an Who interview where one of the representatives for, from the the World Health Organization straight up wouldn't say Taiwan in an interview during the lockdowns. Well, you know why that is. Because they get a lot of money from China. Yeah, well, any China doesn't recognize Taiwan, so that's why John Cena was like, had ping to apologize. Ching. Yeah. You know? That whole ping chinging meme that people make, that's that's like a meme now. It's from that clip of him uh, oh, uh, apologizing. Like apologizing to the Chinese people yeah. for like... Something about something offensive he said in like past wrestling stuff, I think. I don't think it was, something. I don't think it, it was like he said something about a. There's a few, like I think LeBron James and like Disney and a bunch of other people. Like if you mention Taiwan being a country, look, Disney, like, if you want your money, yeah, you better take that back, right? Disney, now, uh, changed advertising for the sequel trilogy specifically to put Finn in the background because a lot oh. of. China's China doesn't racist. like black people. Yeah. 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 Especially the CCP. The CCP is they the worst of it. They also hate gay people. Um, or religious. So they also, they didn't have any advertising in China that had to do with like the maybe romance between uh, Poe and uh, Finn. Did you say yeah. Poe? This is yeah, Kong, no, that Kong was a Panda? Poe Dameron. Oh, okay. The I was about dude. to say, I thought, <laughs> that was some racist <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> No. Goodness gracious. No, Ooh. I. Leave it in. <laughs> The uh, uh, yeah, Chi China straight up like a lot of the marketing in the United States was like we're gonna have a black Jedi. Uh, he's like the main guy in the trilogy, and then they completely cucked him. Yeah, it's yeah. bad, bro. Well, I mean, it's the same thing. Like if you see any like um, they China doesn't allow a lot of the LGBTQ plus IA characters in Marvel and. Oh, look at that! Um, you got the acronym right. He didn't. I didn't. No, it's LGBTQ IA plus. It's close enough. I tried. I'm sorry. I apologize. Don't You're canceled. Um, you know. <laughs> that might not be the correct acronym anymore. I just, you know. Canceling. Canceling now. Um, but no, the, the point I'm making is, like, China is not a very... Like, they don't, country. they just don't have the same moral <laughs> structures or the same... I don't think they have morals, buddy. I don't the think CCP the... doesn't. But culturally, China is very different from us. We shouldn't be trying to appease to them. With yeah. the only with one of the only few things that America uh, produces, which is culture. Uh, well, the issue is that the Chinese market has so much money yeah. that if you're not willing to like massage your product to be available to that market, it like and it, but look. Okay, wait, way, 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 way back. Let's people, go back to the ammonia yeah, thing. People around the world have said realistically the the amount of sick people is not uh not worse than uh what was expected from other countries dropping their covid restrictions china said like hey it's the uh it's it's our first full winter since we dropped our covid restrictions and people are going to be like hanging out with each other and people are going to be more sick uh and there are a bunch of um a bunch of medical professionals have basically uh termed uh coined it uh uh, immunity debt, which is like if you're, uh, if you're, that's your phone. Not spending time, uh, 
out in the world for years and years, getting your small colds and flus and whatever, your immune system is not getting stronger. And so a bunch of these children who are finally back in school doing like normal child activities have didn't go through the gauntlet of public school exactly so they're like three years behind on their immune system and then they're finally back in the world they're like it's gonna hit they're They're like like, surprise yeah maybe this is just like normal growing pains of dealing with the after or maybe it's sick you know or maybe something worse something worse but you know moving on to uh we had x uh reinstate alex jones um i love it i think it's funny I think it's only going to be funny. I think it's going to not work wonders for Elon because everybody always already thinks it's a very right-leaning platform, even though it's like just it's, more open. I think no. it's going to bite Elon in the ass. Yeah. I actually don't. I think short-term, yes, with advertisers. But uh, I forgot to put it in the document. But if you actually look at Twitter's numbers, Twitter has much better organic growth than any other platform, <laughs> like leaps and bounds. So is uh, is organic growth uh, proportional? Organic to the growth and organic inter- interaction. Types? Yeah. All right. I mean, it's it's basically like which a town is better. Square. I mean, when you yeah. call all the bots, uh, your normal population growth is going to look a lot better because there's less accounts. Yeah. Because the fake accounts are gone. Which is almost, yeah. which is why I think it's only going to f- advertisers not advertising on there, because if this is going to be the town square and the most free space. Mm-hmm. you're going to want to advertise there. Yeah. Especially when companies like Disney are failing. Yes, we will talk about it. They're, they need to appeal to actual people as opposed to bots. Yeah. I mean, even and also people tend the, to engage. Uh, the engagement on Twitter is higher than any of the, in, uh, most other platforms, especially specifically ads. Which I is mean, why they run, which is why it's so big for news platforms because that's where people are going. A lot of people yeah. go to Twitter to get their news. Yeah. I mean, people and are really so, trying to push threads, but it just doesn't seem like, no I mean, there was f- there was such a huge boom in the first week and i think by the first month month, yeah like dropped off by 60 percent again same thing as x and they made it and it's like we're gonna be the it's like okay you're just gonna be the new commie they tried to do what they did with like no i don't want to be on threads it's 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 what the when instagram added stories right they were replicating snapchat and they kind of did snapchat for a bit well, they, they, for us, but like yeah. younger yeah, kids my stock still price younger. Went down for a little bit because they fucked my shit up. Yeah, I but do like know. the younger kids still use Snapchat, so like Snapchat's growth almost certainly was affected by it. But it's still around. Yeah, but see, the but thing you is don't with, have with that same threads, indication with like, X. It's literally it's just it's old an Twitter. Anti, it's, it's, it's an anti Elon. Other companies have the right to try and adopt those features. It's I mean, just yeah, a matter Elon of doesn't. Like, no one. Elon's fine with it too. Oh yeah, Elon's fine with you know threads being a thing. Uh, it's just it's just a copy. Like it's, it's like just I said, a copy. It's, yeah, it's that thing of everybody's already on Twitter, and I think they were really banking on all of these people that didn't like Elon, and they were like, "Well, we can capitalize on this." Well, I mean, it's not just the bots that are gone. Like a lot of people who I mean, they're not wrong. A bunch of people who hate Elon Musk were like, "I'm not gonna be there anymore." I know people who are like, "I'm I don't, gonna go to threads." I, they literally were like, "I don't use X anymore," but then they just lurk. Yeah. It's like, that is the childish, <laughs> most childish exactly. I've ever seen. Oh. And it's like, at the end of the day, like, you can hate Elon Musk as much as you want, but it's like, he he got removed as CEO. Like, mm-hmm. he asked everybody, who do you want me as CEO? They said no. He hired a he CEO. Left. And now he's he's Just basically a, a Twitter ex yeah. user. I mean, the, yes, reinstating Alex Jones was also a vote that he did on Twitter. This is my point. At the end of the day, like... It was like 70-30. Let the, like... 
Just the people have spoken. Seventy thirty is a pretty clear delineation. Well, well how many people voted? I can check. Elon probably lie. has the most engagement out of any social platform ever, just because he's so controversial. Well, they—I'm pretty sure people found that they would that his account has a separate. When they released the code, his account had a, a separate designation than everyone else's, and it is oh. boosted in the algorithm, which mm-hmm. makes sense because he's the owner. Yeah. Like that doesn't bother me at all. He's one of the owners. The Saudi government is also an owner. The. Uh, who else do they make public? I don't know off the top of my head. But um, the point is, is like the way I look at Elon is like, bro, I look at your companies and what you're doing with them, but I don't really care about your political opinions. Uh, nearly 2 million votes. Yeah. Reinstate Alex Jones on this platform? Question mark. Vox Populi. Vox D. Die. Whatever. Uh, Italian. 70. Point, Latin. It's Latin. 45 70, million people saw it in 2 million 75 people. million? 45. Okay. Yeah, seventy-one uh, or seventy point one percent of the two million people who voted said yes. Thirty percent said no. No, and it's he was actually, like, "Throw it's, them in." It's really interesting because it's like this is the platform that you don't want to advertise on Disney. When this one tweet got forty-five million views, exactly, mm-hmm. like, crazy stuff. Th- this is my point. It's like as much as like you he knows the advertisers this, are gonna come back because th- there's no saying, other option. No other social media alternative that's as popular or has this type of engage- engagement like Twitter. But that's my mm-hmm. point. They're they're going to have to come back because they want to advertise to make money. So I'm and not this I'm, virtue signaling from Dis- Disney when their own advertisers are like, we don't agree with you, is insane. So I'm not on Twitter. Uh, I I never have. I recommend it. It's X now, sir. Twix. Sh- sure. <laughs> <laughs> I uh. How does advertising work on a platform where you're scrolling and the little text bars? Okay, are? same way it does on Instagram. Same way it does on Instagram. Same way it does on YouTube. Um, it's literally you've been on Reddit. You've read it, right? Yeah. You you see ads on Reddit? They just pop up like between. Yeah. Or if you, you go down, sometimes it'll be in the comments. It'll be the first comment at the top, and it'll be like ad, and then you can mm-hmm. like get rid of it. Like um, that. Fortnite. Gotcha. So it just looks like a Twitter post. But it's from a yeah. company. Yeah, yeah. You and also, also you can personalize your ads now. Yeah. Hmm. So, like, they you can not have Twitter not track you or track you, and they will... Uh, Show you what you want to see. Yeah. I mean, a, a lot of platforms will be like... No, they just will hey, track is, you. Is this ad relevant to your interests? And you're like, please stop showing this so to me. And also, the, the, the difference thing. is with Twitter, you go into your settings and you do that on your own. But oh, he, they literally ask you what yeah. you're interested in? Yeah. You can do that. But here's, really? here's the, here's yeah. the do problem with market that. research for them. And you're like, show me stuff about sports here's, and TV here's, here's the and movies. And I, I somewhat agree with them just showing you whatever because then you wouldn't be exposed to certain things that you might not necessarily have thought about, like different products, different things. Oh, it keeps you from being in a bubble. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you only are like, this is what I want to see, you're only going to see that. And you're never going to be like, ooh, that new robot that just came out that can yeah. clean my floor. Like, you never put that in there. So then, you know, it's kind of like people talk about all the time, like, oh, this ad just showed up after I Googled it. And it's like, well, if you're interested in that, interested in that, wouldn't you want to see more of it so you could learn more about it? So if you do decide to make a, you know, hmm. I don't really have a problem with them tracking my interests. Like cookies to, following you everywhere on, uh, on so the So they can see what I want to buy? Yes. Like, I mean, it, it, you know, some people have problems with it. Agree to disagree. Don't. Exactly. Yeah, I, All right. Speaking of high profile, quote unquote, right leaning individuals, the GOP debate, presidential debate, the fourth one was the last week and it was 
pretty interesting seeing Vivek shit all over Nikki Haley and Chris Christie not say anything of any relevance. Look, man, it's funny. <clears throat> I think the New York Times said that Chris Christie won that debate. I was like, dude. No, he did not. This is a prime example of like, you guys are so out of touch with what's happening. Yeah. So, whole- so I, I, to their point, they almost certainly were listening to audience reactions. And the audience reactions are just a bunch of like establishment Republican donors. Trump, DeSantis, and Vivek are not Republican establishment. So when unless they're saying something that's like just like, oh, that's common sense for for us on the right, then they're not going to get any votes. However, yeah. Vivek, I, is, Vivek is hilarious. Well, the thing about Vivek that as much as people hate him, he is the most educated person in that on room that stage. Yeah, it's it's between him and Ron. Ron's pretty educated. Ron may be educated. He's but just he awkward. Just, he's just very, yeah, he doesn't have the presence. Yeah. Um, he's running on the anti-Trump thing. And that's kind hurting of. him. Yeah, so, that's definitely know. hurting him. Have you ever heard the stuff about um, the uh, the very first televised debate between Nixon and JFK? Mm-hmm. And people basically, uh, when they first did their debate before JFK became president, uh, it was the very first televised debate. And so radio was still really huge. And people who listened on the radio said Nixon really knew what he was talking about and they thought that he won. And when, if you watched it on TV, people were like, man, Nixon looked really sweaty and nervous and Kennedy very clearly won. I think uh, Ron DeSantis may seem like he knows what he's talking about, but there are way more pictures and video of Ron looking awkward yeah. and sweaty and uh, people like <laughs> talking about his boots, maybe being platforms. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so they definitely just, are. Yeah. So it's like, it's okay to be short, bro. Just like, uh, just be proud of it. Look, and then people will respect you for it. Yeah, actually well, though. Like well, if he came out and was just like, oh yeah, they're boots. Want to see him? Like people would be like <laughs> laughing and like be like, oh, this is great. But he, the overall arching thing that I saw from this debate is, um, I mean, I'm just watching it because obviously it's something to watch. But like, who cares about Chris Christie? Look, if Chris Christie, I would vote for Chris Christie. Wow. If he ate someone on that stage, because then he, <laughs> like, he would actually be an interesting individual. I'm glad you went that way. Oh I was God. like, you would vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> I would he say, didn't do, um, like, he, he shouldn't even be in office, in my opinion. And also, it's really dumb that he would continuously be like. like yeah, living shit on the most prominent and popular GOP candidate no, no, twice it would, it would in the be debate. Like, he would be talking about like Vivek and then we'll go be back, go be going back and forth. And then he was like, you know, I was governor. I was mayor during nine 11. I'm like, bro, half the voter yeah, base now is like do that. one years old. When you can't. You fuck, yeah. When yeah, the vote, when you have people in the voter base that weren't even born at that time, you can't be like, I was there when nine 11 happened. And it was a tragedy. Cause a lot of them are just not going to identify or give any, it at all yeah it's it's just kind of like it's crazy to think about things that were part of our childhood were just like not relevant to some people because they were babies or not even born yet if you want an idea of how bad chris christie is i was one you were a baby oh god i was one years old in 9 11 if you want to if you want an uh, an idea of how bad chris christie was the moderator didn't even like him neither do his constituents she said you're bet the you're they're talking about polls. The moderator said to him, your best state is New Hampshire. And even there, two thirds of GOP voters said they would be angry and disappointed if you won. Oh my God. But the that's what moderator said that? yes. Christie? <laughs> Christie is not going to make it, bro. No. I mean, he's not. I mean, it's it's literally it's like going to be Ron DeSantis and Vivek. Vivek. 
Um, and the, I see the these debates as like who's going to be Trump's VP. I'm so disappointed in modern politics, bro. I mean, at the end of the day, like Nikki Haley, she's a warmonger. warmonger. Chris Christie, eat a donut, and then Ron DeSantis, a person, a person, a person. Yes, eat a person, and then Ron DeSantis. I mean, I don't even just, think I don't see he couldn't win against Trump. And again, it's not really about like. In this election, Joe Biden, Trump, I don't think that there's like really many good options here. But uh there's none, bro. There's yeah. none. There but, haven't but the, been any but good the point is a while. But the point is with this GOP debate, I mean, Vivek outshines everybody. He has the facts, he has the numbers, he has he the charisma. Some, he, he has ha- the charisma Ron doesn't have. Exactly. He says some things that are, you know, kind of out there off and out there. Yeah. But other than that, like he's Absolute he identifies body. a lot of younger Republicans and anti-establishment people just identify with the fact. Yeah, and especially independents, too, yeah. that can s- understand that, especially since he's going after the establishment, hmm. he has that Trump appeal to him. Yeah, well, I mean, um, Trump... always like an anti-establishment yeah. candidate. Yeah, and that is half of the Republican Party now. At le- well, it was in 2020. <laughs> half of the Republicans and then are Trump you you win by getting the supporters. middle, too. So if you get the middle and the right, I mean, it's The issue over. is, fundamentally, if you're alienating people, you, you want to be as... Uh, as moderate as possible, and DeSantis has made it very clear. I don't he's think like, so. you like Trump. I'll be like Trump, and he. I don't think that's what they're going enough for, though. to back it up. He's gone back and forth yeah. though. But like a lot of them are right. Like no, none of no. Them, I really Vivek, feel like none of these people actually stand like, for anything. When Vivek when Trump like, got I'm raided by the FBI, Vivek made a video being like, "This is wrong. I support Trump." DeSantis was governor at the time, and he could have been like, "Look, if." The FBI wants to raid him. They're going to have to go through me, and I'm not going to let it happen. And he kind of just let it happen. Yeah, because he's like a political rival, and he's like, yeah. I want him to get So is Vivek. So I, yeah, but Vivek recognizes that if he stands up for Trump. He does. If, no, yeah. but if he stands up for Trump, the people who support Trump are more likely to also support well, Vivek. Vivek, yeah. yes. It can be performative. And the big question is, is do it, these people actually stand for anything or is it so performative to Viv- look good for their voter base? So Vivek very regularly just speaks his mind. Like when he was on Tim Pool's uh, Culture War podcast, he straight up uh, talked about uh, uh, guaranteed uh, uh, service. For, oh, fuck. You won't... UBI, Be, not UBI. The guaranteed service for being the for the right to vote, and he has since sort of backed off of that and been like, okay, yeah, yeah there should you, be some sort of civics test for someone to be allowed to vote. But he was straight up saying like, unless you like Israel, unless you serve in the military or do some sort of community work and are aware of the, how the community works and like the politics and the culture, you shouldn't be allowed to vote because there's too many ill-informed people he said this early early on in his presidential debate okay wait a second presidential campaign so when you say guaranteed right to vote what do you service uh uh, guaranteed right to vote if you uh he's basically he's basically saying that um his whole point was like there's so many people now that are voting that have like little to no knowledge about Mm -hmm. how the world works what actually happens in politics and the Democrat Party and Republican parties just play on people's emotions all the time. Yeah. yeah. And it has nothing to do with like actual facts, actual policy, actual facts. Exactly. Yeah, and how things work. So yeah. he was saying, like, we should have like a test that people have to take. So that well, way that's that was his vote. stance. Well, now, the issue is that that's hold on. That's really the stamp- fucking scary. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And this is why I'm saying, like, he says some outlandish shit. He, 
but he's also, speaking. He's the only he politician also, on that stage, and I'm pretty sure that speaks that their he mind. Is willing to change his mind on policy. He said he's not 100 right all the time, and that you know he's willing to change his opinion. Also, he's a really good advertiser. Like he goes, he's on left, right, center podcasts, people that don't even do politics. He knows how to get his name out there, and that's why he's so popular. Because I mean, I saw a video with him in like. This dude, what wake surfer guy, and it was like, why mm. is he? He's a president, presidential candidate, mm-hmm. and you know he's doing push-ups with people at campus. It's like <laughs> the dude is appealing to like everyone. He's getting his face in front of every camera he can get in front of, mm-hmm. and he's widely popular now because he's anti-establishment and all this stuff. But mm. speaking of you know appealing to your general base, Disney seems to not be doing that anymore. Um, I mean, the, uh, Bob Iger admitted that they're failing. Yeah. Which is, things are rough. I mean, if you look at the, I mean, honestly, the I don't Marvels. even, I don't even care <laughs> about, bombed. I don't even care about Disney anymore. The I only reason I didn't realize that came out already. It came Most out almost of their a month stuff ago. you don't even realize come out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it grossed less money than the Flash. Oh my god, it's bad, bro. Oh. I mean, even if you think about it overall, like most of us in this room. Like we're after, like hardcore Star in, Wars or Marvel yeah, fans, and now it's we like just I, don't care. I'm literally just there for Star Wars, and they've been dropping the ball on that too. And I'm just kind of yeah. like, kind of burnt whatever. out. And anything they release in theaters, I'm like, well, I have a Disney Plus subscription, so I could care less about going to see it in, in person. Yep. Like, why waste twenty dollars in popcorn and a drink? And you know, yeah. For what? Just for it to be bad? You know, I, I don't really care. Like, I like the, like anymore. it seems like Marvel has started fixing things, but like that you won't. Well, the only project that I know that seems to be guaranteed good is Deadpool three, but that's in July. But see, the thing is, they're, they're and making... then the rest of their movies, uh, Marvel doesn't come out until twenty twenty five. The the reason that they're having the problems they are is because before it was they were making movies, and then people were seeing the react they were seeing the reactions of these movies, and they were like, we should make more of this, so we're gonna make more Iron Man, we're gonna make more yeah. Thor. Okay, mm-hmm. now let's like rope in this entire universe, and then they were really likable characters. Now you have like this is what they'll like, so we're gonna do this, and then they push it in your face, and everybody's like, I do not care about Miss Marvel politics or- before uh care before the story exactly. And then when mm-hmm. you when they're constantly changing characters from the original con uh, comics then it becomes like you already are like people have gripes with it and then they're not good movies yeah so and like the it's issue a lot of virtual virtue I mean, yeah, yeah, there's the issue isn't in the comic books themselves yeah. too though yeah. it's uh, marvel has been pushing like ideology over story in their narratives for like since a, 2015 a almost bit. and it's like i mean the culture wars have been a thing and i feel like a lot of these i mean i don't i don't feel these studios making movies uh it's a, it's like uh turning a ship that is massive and there is so much so many moving pieces and things take so long to happen between literally the writing and shooting and editing and cgi yeah so like these projects the average turnaround time for marvel is like two to three years for a movie and if they're like oh man the marvels really didn't perform well we should course correct the things that we're already doing which means reshoots and adjusting and then projects that were just starting Projects so like, were just starting example, have to be like fully yeah. moved and we won't see the effects of this. An example of that years. is Captain America 4. They've literally started fixing it. Mm-hmm. But like you, we won't see that movie until 2025. What's it called now? 
Captain ugh, fucking a new world. It used to be Captain America, a new world order. Then they called oh, it Captain America, Brave, Brave New, new world. world. And I yeah. fucking hate that title. But the thing is, like, who cares? Like, honestly, ever since they started getting rid of the old characters, I have, like, no attachment to those yeah. movies anymore. If you're and asking you're people. Trying to, like, yeah, if, if you're asking people to get a to get attached to your new characters and you're also pushing politics on them. People are going to be like, I couldn't give a fuck less and just walk away from it. Yeah. I mean, even Secret War, was it Secret Invasion or Secret War? Secret, Secret Invasion. Invasion. Didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. First Marvel project what, I didn't watch. I, I saw that the, AI the, generated the, art for their intro and I went, nah. nah. What about the um, that one with the Middle East? Is she Middle Eastern girl? Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. Yeah, I didn't watch that. It's fun. Um, uh, it's not for me, though. Yeah. Loki's um, good. Guardians of yeah, the Galaxy 3 is good. Loki I saw season one of Loki. Loki was solid. Oh, season two, two was yet? season no. two was good. Um, the only thing is, look the 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 only good movie they had this year was Guardians of the Galaxy three. I didn't and watch now it. Gun is running DC. I honestly felt like Guardians three was fine. I mean the character, the villain was really cool, and a lot of the visual effects were really cool. The, but like, the if issue... you're talking about the visual effects in modern movies being your like main selling point. Yeah, the, the, I think my issue with that is that it's about Rocket and he's very inactive in that movie. He's like not even a character till the third act. It's crazy. Yeah. It's his movie and it's all flashbacks. Like, but you see the point is I just think that most of the content they're making isn't appealing to the base that they had. Yeah. And oh, now fuck they're no. not making any good st- stuff. Well, it's, the issue is if you're trying. You won't see that one. You will not see the corrections for two to three years. That's a big problem. They're trying to invest in like the distant future at the expense of the people they already have. They are very clearly saying like people keep saying Star Wars is only for boys and we're going to make sure that little girls feel represented and know that they can also love Star Wars and anyone can be a nerd and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, okay, sure. Little kids with no money love these movies but they're not going to be able to buy your merch or whatever until 10 15 years from now and you need money to stay afloat right now now. yeah and if you're saying like what's it like being a villain like if you have to have virtue uh, signals it's enter the pandaverse bro did you see that south park special i saw part of it yeah I didn't see the full clip, but I mean, I feel like people have been saying for a while that uh, that woke media having women with no flaws being like the protagonist and like men only exist in this female story to be dumb or make me look stronger. And it's like you're not appealing to anybody. You're even, not appeal- even women are. Like, they recognize like, bro. who is this person? This isn't a person. It's a fucking message. It's a caricature. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like the fact that South Park is a, is a major IP and was like. Hey, no one, no one actually like. Who is this for? You're being really condescending. <laughs> but it was the same thing with um, what is this? What is that? Snow White? Was it Snow White? Oh yeah, Snow you know they White completely backtracked and they're redoing it. Yeah, really? Yeah. Why? And the because day they were like, and dwarves are fucking. They you know, they did that's that. That's a racist term. They and, did yeah. they they did that the day the Daily Wire said, "Fuck this, we're making our own Snow White," and they went, "All right, I guess we fucked up." Well, which is hilarious. They were just trying to like. It's Act fictional. Like, it could be whatever we want it to. It's an interpretation. People are like, we don't like that interpretation. Like, it's not for you then. Like, and then, then who the not f- is it for? for? Yeah. And it's just like most of the stories now, it's like sometimes people just want to see a love story or like, you know, a little yeah. kid movie. And it's like, 
you're over politicizing it. People and want it's padding like, yeah. too. Is this movie for the kids or is it for the adults? It, honestly, the issue isn't pol- having politics in uh, media because like the DCAU has a fuck ton of politics in it. It's true. Like they have straight up, there's an episode in which they critique the uh, Patriot Act and they call it the Patriot Act. And it's fairly overt, but it's still putting the characters and the story before the message. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, even everything that's happening with Disney, I mean, you're just going to start seeing a shift to platforms like Amazon to oh, basically man. like yeah. The Boys, Invincible, Invincible, and all these other shows that are people are like, this is what I want to see. Well, it's yeah. True, I mean, like, know? right now. There's still a market for superhero media. It's just yeah. people are getting tired of what like, Disney's doing with it. Right you know? now, there is, I have noticed the people who are, like, in the know about, like, comic book stuff are way more excited about James Gunn's DC, like, his tenure at DC and Superman yeah. Legacy and the casting or the, the cast and, like, all the projects coming about. And, like, I've seen more engagement on just, like, them announcing, ah, oh, fucking Nicholas Holt is going to be Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. I've seen more engagement and hype for that than for an entire, than for all of Secret Invasion. Yeah. Or just any Marvel show at the moment. So he's going to be Man. fucking, James Gunn and Peter Safran are going to be just killing it in the future. I mean, even then, like, Invincible yeah. has continued to get better in this new oh, season. Oh, my. Dude. It's just great. Like, it's just, I want to, this is what people want to see. They want to see the, it seems like a very faithful adaptation of of the comics, and people are. Da- it's got a great animation style. I think and- it's hilarious. They did a 180 on uh, what's her name, Amber. Amber? Yeah, Amber was so <laughs> unpleasant. <in season laughs> one. Like, she was such a bitch, dude. Hey, they just went, Whoop. "Hey, honey, I'm an actual person now." Hi, and he's like, "Man, I love you, my girlfriend." <laughs> I'm telling you, man. This uh. this show is just. Like even what just happened in episode four, obviously I'm not going to spoil it for you. No, we're spoiling it. Oh boy. We're spoiling it. If you haven't (laughs) seen it yet, it's been a month. You fucking bitches get on that. It's, I mean, the other half of the season is going to come out real soon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's good though. I mean, I like the whole, like, I just thought it was hilarious. His dad was like, yeah, so I left, fucked another person, got a baby. And it was like, you (laughs) fell in love. Yeah. 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 Whatever. And then he was like, well, she's only going to live for a year and he he was mourning. Okay. Yeah. I get it, but like she was his uh his uh what is it? Oh, oh my god, what a concept! She's a bug. <laughs> She's a bug. She's a bug. He's like, what? What about mom? He's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, she's a bug. She only his lives son is space. purple. She only lives a year too. Yeah. Oh, Thraxons only live a year. I am so curious about what is going on with that kid. He's purple, and he's like, dude, yeah. that baby is like almost he's a dead. year old. The baby's dead. No, he's not. So. No, the baby's so? alive. What makes you say that? If they're gonna kill a character like Omni Man's second son, they're gonna show you killing that character. Hmm. It's crazy. This the second season's looking good, dude. I think. I don't think I you've think seen Louis it. Louis was what? Uh, oh God! <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Spoilers for too late now. <laughs> anyway, um. I what, apologize. What do you think is going to happen with Omni Man? Because they fucked him up. This also, is, it's it was is, pretty funny. This, this does tor- not have to be a spoiler talk. We can talk about season. No, one. it's too late. No, it's, like, too late. it's too it's late. It's too late. He's so literally sad. saying it's too late. It's, it's, it's so sad. It's There's other stuff we can spoil. Look, the end of season. <laughs> like, if you want to step out and just let it run on the wide cam, you can. No, it's just no. Honestly, just, though, like 
Season one is some of, if not the best superhero media I have seen since, since Infinity War. Straight up. Like, it's not even close. And I feel like Amazon really tries to do, uh, I'm between The Boys and Invincible, I feel like a lot of people argue that they're very similar, but I feel like they're coming from opposite perspectives yeah. of like realistic superheroes. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like uh, The Boys really hits like, what if superheroes were celebrities and had a bunch of flaws? And Invincible and there's a is lot like, of like, the DCAU is like nearly the perfect superhero medium. And they're like, what if it was just a little more grounded for the modern world? Yeah, and straight it's up. It's just the animation style, the fight choreography. It's fantastic. Hold on, wait. Invincible season one is without a doubt some of the best superhero media I've seen since Infinity War. Same Nothing else has come even Same close. thing with the boys. The thing about the boys that a lot of people don't understand it, it's like satire for like the real world politics, like Homelander's Trump. Yeah, I and get like, that. I, dude, he's literally yeah. running for president. He, yeah. Homelander is Trump, and it's yeah. not even like an analog anymore. It's. But that's that's what I'm saying. So there's a lot of real world comparisons in the boys, and then like, I do um, think it's a little Invincible. ironic that they're like, man, big corporations are bad. And like Amazon, who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> big corporations are kind of evil, don't you think? <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, who owns this show? Yeah, well, tell us more, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, but definitely the the way that Invincible's going is it's just going to outpace Disney. And I think we're going to see a massive shift of viewership. Oh, for and, sure. Uh, it's, it's going to suck for Disney. I mean, they still have the parks that they're making money off of and stuff like that. But I mean, like they can regain some people with daredevil because daredevil is widely, everyone who watches you, you it. Say loves, that you say that? Good. Shut up. You, we've <laughs> had this daredevil punisher thing. You don't even so know what many I'm going to say. You don't even know what I'm going to say. I know exactly what you're no, going to say. What I'm going to say is that, why are you both looking at me like that? Um, what I was going to say. You both know what you're going to say. No, what I'm going to say is that if you alienate the, the fan base already and mm. then Daredevil is the same thing they're doing with everything else, it's, it's not. over. It's over. You it's say it's not, not, but I'm saying if that it is. Daredevil is a, another example of them being like, we cannot fuck this up. One, because there's already a high standard with the Netflix shows that they've now put onto Disney Plus. And two, because everything else is fucking dog shit right now. I mean, now. didn't they say the same thing about She-Hulk, though? They're like, Daredevil's gonna be in it. It's gonna be, it's the same character from the Marvel show, the Netflix shows, and then he's barely in it, and She-Hulk is terrible. No, they just put him <laughs> in the trailer. Yeah, because they're like, we need viewership. Gang, yeah, exactly. Viewership, come on, watch our show. Yeah, it was Daredevil's bad. largely the same point. character. As a plot point, She-Hulk was bad. At the end of the show, they said, actually, the show didn't make sense. On purpose. We designed it that way from the start. Yuck, yuck. It's meta. Get it? It's just dumb. Yeah, it's just angry. It's bad. But that's Look, what I'm saying. When Daredevil is, when your side character is the best part about a show, you have a bad show. Yeah. And especially when, you know, your appeal is to like a very specific adult group and then you're like, everybody else will like it and the children will love it. And then they don't. And then it's like you forget the parents are the ones that take their kids to the movies. And if they mm -hmm. don't like your ideology, they're not going to take them to the movies. Exactly. And then you see all your movies flop and they're like, oh, maybe you should what change It's like, oh, man, we're losing a lot of money. Not to mention through every one of the Star Wars movies that flopped and all of the oh Marvels that flopped, they were like, it's because of sexism and racism, isn't it? Yeah, and they're like, actually, blame. I have issues with the thing that you made and like whatever racist. yeah like literally it's plot points and like yeah palpatine just got invented and like you know yeah. you didn't even somehow palpatine came back and we're not going to explain it and you're just going to accept it yeah it's just like but you're sexist it's like what are you talking about 
It's like, so, no, maybe you just made a fucking shitty product, dude. Exactly. So overall, yeah. I think uh, we're going to see Disney take a dive. We're going to see shows like Invincible take a rise. They're going to capture a lot of viewership. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's going to be it. And we're going to see if Disney DC and survives. Amazon are on the come up and Marvel and Star Wars are on the come down. Hopefully that changes and Disney can make some positive changes for themselves <laughs> because, bro, it's Look, I can t- like out of the stuff that's coming out next year, you're probably only going to want to watch like two things. There's like three or four projects. I think year. the only thing that I want to watch come out of Disney is like their Star Wars content. But like Ahsoka was like good. But like what they fail to realize is that so many people did not watch the Clone Wars. I've had so yeah. many talks yeah. with people and they're just like, like I don't really care. Like, who is she? I don't really yeah. care. And I'm like, that's the problem. Dude. If you have to watch the Clone Wars and, and Rebels. Rebels to know who this character is and why it's significant, and if, like. No, a lot of required reading for something yeah. that people only if people have only seen the movies okay question do you think that's going to affect dave filoni's tenure as cco he's a he's now the kevin flaggy of star wars which should have been the first place but that's a whole nother discussion that should have been where he was at in the first place do you think he's gone that's gonna affect it unfortunately yes yeah i think that uh one of the big issues with marvel definitively is that there's too much required reading if i have to watch 40 movies and 10 tv shows to know what the fuck is going on then it didn't people, used to be that people way people who are behind are not going to get in yeah they didn't used to do that but now they don't understand that you have to you have to have the ability for projects to be able to stand on their own mm-hmm. and they just tie in in a greater way to things yeah like shang chi is a good example representation of, of that yeah. yeah a lot of this new stuff is not yeah if, I mean, you're, if your whole pitch is like, this character will be a supporting character and the supporting movie for the supporting... It's like, yeah. bro, nobody cares. But yeah. I also think people are just really tired of every single Star Wars thing being connected to Obi-Wan Kenobi or the Skywalker. Obi-Wan yeah. was a flop. The only reason it got Man. viewership was because it was Obi-Wan. I mean, as, and in terms look, of wasted potential, Kenobi oh, is yes. the most egregious thing to happen. He is one of the Book most of deepest. Fett? What are you talking yeah. about? Book, Book of, of Boba, Boba Fett, Fett was terrible. But yeah. was a so Obi-Wan is one of the... <laughs> like, the fucking show. Like, they were like, we're not even going to try here. We're just going to put some real world shit in there. So Obi-Wan is like one of the, the deepest characters and they don't explore that at all it's just him reacting to but, shit happening and him being like oh okay i gotta go do this Andor, i'm actually really scared for star wars because Andor was in my personal opinion i know there's a lot of people out there that like have no quality taste in tv <laughs> but Andor is probably one of the best things that star wars has put out in a while in a long time literally yeah. since disney bottom Exactly. And the fact that people are like, this is shit. It's like, bro, you missed the point. Honestly, Andor hitting like what Andor hits like three different arcs that would be an entire season of a show in yeah. a lesser series. And the, the cinematography was it's gorgeous. Great. It's gorgeous. It felt like a movie every time you watched each episode yeah and then people are like it's too slow and there's no saber well that's yeah, the thing it's right. a fucking drama you gotta just slow down and watch it it's literally exactly. a, a war like a spy thriller yeah. and people are like where's the pacing why is it so slow <laughs> it's developing so slow it's like 
Dude, is literally yeah. what it is. If you want and combat, go watch great. Rogue One again, bro. Yeah, it's also funny because like a lot of our friend group is like film industry people, so we all like appreciate the cinematography, the mm. just everything about it, the way it's shot, the lighting, like the yeah. set locations, and then it's just like goes over a lot of people's head. Well, I like, I genuinely feel like if your bare standard is just the the visuals and the uh the cgi then you're not understanding the main ip and i agree it, it's it is it's so gorgeous when you look at like they used real sets no 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 but like, like the, the last jedi is gorgeous and it's, but it's terrible fucking film. awful it's a terrible film yeah. a lot of these movies that are coming out look great and they're bad andor is both very beautiful and has interesting character development. What's that one movie uh, that just came out? Everybody was talking about it um, with uh, Denzel Washington's son. Oh, oh, uh, the one with the robots, the AI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that oh, was fuck, same fuck, thing. Fuck. Like they shot real world. It was, it was great. It was, it was great. Was it good? I I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I saw the trailers. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm it just was saying, great based, in the trailers. Well, no, no, I'm just, based off of like I watched like the, the whole marketing was pretty scenes. good well, too. If you watch the behind the scenes thing, they 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 the way they shot it, everything was just immaculate. It was called the Creator with John David Washington. Yeah, yeah, immaculate. But overall, like I said, we'll see what happens with Disney. We'll see what happens with these other shows. We'll talk about Star Wars. Yeah, they and have some more entertainment Marvel stuff time. and Star Star Wars has this opportunity to save themselves with Dave Filoni being CCO. Marvel also does with Daredevil and Deadpool and Spider-Man, but everything else no one cares about. Well, that brings us to the end of this one. So if you like this video, go ahead and like and subscribe and start a civil war in the comments and tell me why Daredevil is better than Punisher. Leave it in. Leave it in. Look at it. Switch his face. Leave it in. Uh, also explain to us why you like... Uh, why If you also want to see Chris Christie eat someone on stage, comment that also. And with that, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>